This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by PopyApparel.com. If you go to popyourapparel.com today, you will get 10% off your next shipment with the promo code THEPODCAST, capital D. It's a women's clothing apparel store. So for all my women listeners out there, get yourself something nice. Or for all the men, if you want to buy something nice for the woman, the special woman in your life, go there, 10% off, free shipping worldwide. So to all my international listeners, there you go. If you want to support me directly, go to wehavemerch.com. I have the podcast mugs, women's tees, men's tees, both in black and white, and they also ship worldwide. And if you're listening to me on a platform, obviously you know what you're listening on, but if you want to listen to me somewhere else, I'm available on, most specifically, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and also you could go to podbros.com. I'm a part of their network. You can listen to my my podcast there, along with a bunch of other podcasts. And if you shop at Amazon while you're at podbros.com, click on their Amazon banner. It takes you two seconds, free of charge. Helps them out, helps me out. And if you like to listening to me on terrestrial radio, you can listen to the show every Sunday afternoon on EMZT Radio. I'm usually on between the time of 2 to 3 o'clock. And... Today is officially, I begin the countdown to the 100th episode, which is about to air, I think, in the new year, so maybe four or five episodes away. But most importantly, after that will be the second annual DP Awards, where I give out the DP Award for best guests in certain categories. And today's guests will probably be in a category, most likely, for sure, I hope. Well, at least one of them will be because he's a returning guest. But this week's returning guest is a professional wrestler. He's an all-around good guy. He is Benjamin Banks, but he's also brought along his tag team partner, Victor Griff, together known as the Golden Pinky Society. What's good? What's going on? Thank you for coming aboard. Banks, you're back. Congratulations. You made the cut to be back on the show. So that means you must have been doing something good the last time you were on. Yeah, I feel really good about that because you know what they always say, second time's a charm. 
Well, you left a good first impression, right? Oh, I thought it was second time's a charm. No, it's first time's a charm. Oh, then what's second time, then? Second time is, I don't know, you have a little bit of experience and you're trying to make up for what you fucked up the first time? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they always say that the sequels are always the best and uh, the third in the trilogy is always the worst, so this is going to be the best. Are they really always the best? I don't think so. Maybe for video games, I notice that they are the best. But for movies, I tend to think that the first is usually the better one. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because, I mean, Spider-Man 2 was better than Spider-Man 1, in my opinion. Depends on which Spider-Man 2 you talk about. I'm talking about the <laughs> Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh, wow. You're going back. Spider-Man 2 is kind of horrible. Yeah, and Spider-Man Homecoming, I mean, it's okay, but it's no Spider-Man 2. Well, yeah, my Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire, so. Yeah. Well, hey, look, I'm looking really forward to going to see Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, though. Like, that movie looks like it's going to be really good. Well, I hope so. Well, they've been knocking it out of the park with the last few ones, so let's see what they're up to. Well, speaking of, but before, because I, I want to talk to Griff for a bit, but since we're talking about uh, superheroes and shit, did you guys see the uh, the new... Marvel, what is I was gonna say Infinity War, but it's not that. What's it called? The New Avengers. Oh, that. Oh, that. Are you talking about the trailer? Yes. Uh, Endgame. That's Avengers it. Endgame. Yes. Yeah, I saw that, man. I can't. I can't wait to see that, bro. Well, no spoiler. Well, it doesn't matter if there's fucking spoilers because we actually spoiled Infinity War the last time we talked, and we said that uh, <laughs> Thanos won. So, <laughs> to all those who didn't know, too bad back then. But, um, yeah, I, I can't wait for this one to see what they actually do with with even just a storyline by itself, not even anything else. Like, just how to introduce everything back to what's going on. I don't know. It's This is coming from a guy who hasn't seen the trailer, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, then we won't spoil it for you. But I'm not a really a trailer guy, though. I like to always go into a movie fresh nowadays. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times... Uh... They do re- they reveal too much in the trailers nowadays. That's but why. it's like, even though they do, it's like, I still go and see the movie because something that I've noticed is that some of the stuff that's in the trailers isn't in the final movie. Right, it doesn't, doesn't make it past the cutting room floor. Terminator movies used to be really notorious for spoiling some of the big scenes and the big reveals in their movies. Right. And we all know how the last Terminator movie turned out. Yeah. See, see. Well, well. There you go. There, there's another example of a good uh, sequel. Terminator Two was ten times better than Terminator One. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Okay, so let's get into some wrestling talk before we get back to some like uh, current uh, pop culture shit. Because I am a big wrestling fan, so everyone knows I usually have wrestling themed episodes. I've had other wrestlers on in the past as well, and some up and coming wrestlers too that I've booked. So. But people know what's up with Banks, and I'll get with you in a sec, because your, your journey's pretty uh, cool since the last time we talked. Griff, how long you been wrestling, my man? Hey, hello? Hello? Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Somebody was just trying to call me. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. They want to talk to you, man. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, now let me send them a message and tell them that I, I'm... I'm on the podcast right now, not the podcast, <laughs> the podcast. That's right. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> let them know. Hold on, real. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I mean, you can go ahead and talk to Griff while I'm texting them. I'm sorry, go ahead. I've been wrestling since 2007. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you, you've been going around for a bit, and I'm I'm sure you're, uh, as they say, at the peak of your art. You, you know what you're doing. You could do a blindfolded. It's muscle memory from... Yeah, absolutely. 
it's, it's second nature to me now. Even back in 2007, I didn't have but maybe a handful of matches okay. at best. Right. Uh, 2008, I got I had a, a few more, and by 2009, I was having more than that, and it just progressed throughout the years. So, how how did you get started in wrestling? What was your thing that you that you saw or that clicked in your head that I want to be a professional wrestler? Uh, from from a young child, I always um, I always watched wrestling. I always enjoyed it. It was just captivating to me. I wanted to to emulate what I saw on TV. You know, a lot of kids you you um, will, will find that do the backyard stuff and do that you know that that lowbrow stuff and jumping off a table, jumping off of roofs and stuff like that. Right. And I mean, if you want to if you want to do it, you have to go to a school and get trained properly if you want to be a wrestler. I mean, anybody can emulate something they see on TV, or now you got these WWE uh, games where they show the moves and stuff like that, and you can probably uh, dissect it and figure out how to do a move. But just because you know how to do a move doesn't mean you know how to do it properly. doesn't mean you know how to uh, take a move properly. The best way to get trained properly by somebody that knows what they're doing and can train you properly in a a facility that is um, designed for that. Not in somebody's backyard. Well, of course. So, with that being said, where did you train? Uh, I trained in a, a couple of different places. I trained uh, at BCWs um, before it was called the Bump Zone. It was just a training school there. I trained briefly there, and then I left there and I trained a little bit um, under uh, New Jack. Oh, nice. uh, ECW fame. I trained maybe a couple of months from there. Yes, yeah, sounds scary. Trained a couple of months there, and then um, I took some time off. After uh, he left the area, right. and I went back and completed my training at BCW. Okay, I, I'm a huge. Okay, I can I grew up in the era like when I was a teenager is when their uh, attitude era was going around. So I was about 16, 17 when it was NWO, DX in its prime, right? So which means right. ECW was in its prime, which means I was mm-hmm. a huge fan of New Jack. Is he as fucking crazy as they say he is? Please tell me. Uh, you want some New Jack stories? Oh, please, that's even better, man. Thank you. <laughs> I know um, one time uh, it was myself and it was another guy, um, Angel Santos. He's wrestling out in uh, Florida. Okay. And we're, we were training. He was, he was, uh, we, would, we would drive up. He had a training facility uh, in Richmond. And we would drive up from where we were living at. We would drive up on a Wednesday, train, sweat our balls off because it was so hot. <laughs> and then we just we would leave. Right. Now, one particular time, he got us booked a couple of times, a couple of different places. At one time in particular, um, like right before we left, I, I hit my foot on like um, the dresser at home. Okay. And I kind of busted my big toe up, right. toe open a, a bit. Oh, sure. So I'm having trouble driving, having trouble walking. And we ended up, I guess we got our signals crossed and we ended up picking him up a little late. So he was not too happy about that. <laughs> okay. Just about that already. Right. Um, we're driving along and I guess I missed a turn or something. And, um, I went across a median oh, no. just to, to turn around. Right. And he was hot about that. <laughs> hot. Right. Like, when, uh, you know, a guy like New Jack is, is fussing and cussing you out, you forget you're grown. And you almost, you almost, 
you know, you almost brought the tears. You reduced to a, to like that child state when you you're getting um, chastised as a child. All right. I know we uh we ended up helping him move from one house to a, another while he was still in that area, and that was pretty cool. I mean, overall, he was pretty cool. Just um, you don't ask certain questions. You just don't ask. You don't ask about Mustafa. You don't ask about this guy or that guy. Oh, you don't ask about gotcha. all of that because he's gonna say, yeah, "Fucking Mark," you know. And I, I heard I witnessed somebody ask that. You know, right. If we wanted to ask something, we didn't ask because we already saw somebody ask, and then you know. <laughs> that happened and uh the booking that he had got us on he wasn't too pleased with um i guess the opening match okay and he came to us and he said you two guys better show me something because that first match was the shits <laughs> it was the shits he didn't say it he didn't say it politely he didn't say it discreetly he right. said it i know people hear him so we went out there and we did our thing he was happy with us right right you know that's that's new jack <laughs> That's fantastic, man. Okay, so I know Banks' favorite wrestler is Macho Man. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? You know your favorite wrestler was Macho Man? Yeah, I don't tell you everything. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't pinpoint an actual favorite. Because, I, okay. I mean, I've, over, the, over the years I've had a favorite here, a favorite there. Right. Um. So I really couldn't pinpoint a favorite. Like a one ultimate favorite out of all the time. When I was a kid, Hogan was my guy when I was a kid. Okay, there you go. Sure. I think everyone. Yeah, uh, but, you know, anybody that grew up in the Attitude Era, they like Stone Cold, they like The Rock, guys like that. So most of those guys like that, you know, the the larger-than-life guys. There's really nobody around now, even though I still watch watch the product now. There's really nobody around that I actually like, oh, that's my guy. There's really nobody like that right now. But do you feel like that's, that you're like that now because you're a wrestler? Oh, good question. Possibly. Yes and no. Like I'm I'm able to still be a fan of professional wrestling and still be involved in professional wrestling because I can look at it even though I can piece piece um uh pick up pick stuff apart a little, I still can sit back and enjoy it for what it is. It's like, you know, Banks always always tells me, Oh, I ain't watching this because that's horrible. <laughs> right. And I was like, Man, I watch it because there's two reasons I watch. I watch it because you know sometimes you can pick up some stuff, a little, a little um, a, a sequence of moves, or you can pick up a little tidbit that you wouldn't have thought of, or wouldn't have been inspired to, to do on your own if you didn't see a variation of it there in front go. of you. Right. And then you can take piece that together, and you can make it your own. And then the other thing is, I've been like I said earlier, I've watched professional wrestling, and I follow professional wrestling since around the age of four years old. Yeah, same here. So, I mean, as far back as WrestleMania, um, WrestleMania three, as far back as WrestleMania five, mm-hmm. I was in kindergarten. No, I was in first grade when the mega powers exploded. So, <laughs> gotcha. I, I remember that far back. I remember far back is when Sting got kicked out of the Horsemen, and I was able to, to look at when Randy Orton got kicked out of Evolution and say they're just doing the same thing that happened to Sting. See. But it was just a slightly different way, right? Oh, so, I, yeah. I hear you. I'm, I'm the same way because it's the same thing with me. Like my first, I was, yeah, I was, a, I think I was four or so when WrestleMania one dropped, and to me, I, I was a wrestling fan, but not really. But what blew my mind was WrestleMania four, that tournament format and the whole Macho Man thing and everything just coming together. It was so, uh, now looking back, it's probably not the best WrestleMania to watch. 
But as a kid, right. oh my god, that fucking thing blew my mind. Right. Because it was so many matches, tournament matches, and then you had the uh, Battle Royal where Bad News Brown won, and then Bret Hart yep. broke the, uh, the, the the trophy over his head. Yep. And all of that. And um, the other thing is, with right before that, you know, when they had the uh, special with um, Andre and Hogan, for the championship, and they had the twin referees and the so-called uh, plastic surgery. <laughs> Love that, it. that right there itself would draw you in because plastic surgery was just starting to become a thing. And then with the Million Dollar Man, yep. yes, what to do it is all believable. All of it was in the in, in, in the vein of reality because how, who would be able to afford plastic surgery besides a millionaire? So that no all kidding. of that was just it was brilliantly thought out to, to, to do it that way and then have Dave and Earl Hebner um, – involved in that and and you know the other thing too that always uh pops up in my mind as being a kid watching that back in the day like some things were so corny but they were still so good like for example when papa shango made that green goo come uh out of um ultimate warrior's forehead that that was awesome but it was so corny now thinking back and if i was to watch that and in today's product i'd be like what the fuck is this shit so you, you know what i mean it's like i guess it goes with the era and what how old you were what you were going through in your life because yeah i don't know i guess as i'm older watching the product today i'm more into obviously the work rate and all that shit but nothing beats a good story i I don't care that's what reels you in that's what keeps you there because nowadays if you're good at what you're doing every company has good work rate if you think about it yeah and and uh you know to butt in on that what you were saying about you know liking a good story that's what pretty much reeled me into wrestling when I was younger was yes. the stories that were being told. Like, exactly. yeah, I, I enjoyed the wrestling that was going on in the ring, but it was everything that was taking place outside of the ring. Like, uh, the, like the nation of domination, the, the feud that stone cold had with the rock, uh, yep. the feud with Vince McMahon and stone cold, you know, the storylines that were all taking place and building up and leading up to, you know the big, the big payoff. Exactly. That's the stuff that, that's the stuff that reeled me in when I was younger. And it's like I feel like uh, today. I mean, it's like you still do have stories like they did back then, but it's like they're not as uh, what's the word? Like they're not as uh, intriguing as they used to be back then. It's because true. I mean, like back then you had like these cool segments that were going on, like people getting kidnapped. Or, <laughs> Uh, or a fight like people dying for fuck's sakes man (laughs) even even going back to when the hardcore title was a thing oh shit that's right and crash holly was 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 fighting in uh like farmland (laughs) chuck e cheese type (laughs) you know it's like it's like there were there were a lot more cool moments back then than than there are now not not the buddy but you made me think about when Crash Holly was the champion. And he had Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson oh, sneaking yeah. in, the referee, and then it's like the ref. It's like he was asleep in the locker room somewhere because <laughs> he was just exhausted from the twenty four seven, and the referee counted right. real lightly. And then he was celebrating that he won the belt, and then uh, he bumped into something, and then Crash ran. ran and he woke up and ran out the room. Yeah, I, I feel like like that's the you know everybody likes their you know their cups of tea is different you know of what course. i'm saying yep. and it's like you know some people like stories some people like wrestling 
you know, just like Griff likes to always say, if you uh, pour a bag of Skittles, I was about if to you say pour a bag, if you pour a bag of Skittles <laughs> on the table, there's a bu- there's a bunch of different flavors, yeah. and everybody everybody has a flavor that they like out of all of the Skittles. So that's how wrestling is. It's like it's there's always something for everybody to like. You know, you might like this, somebody might not like that. Somebody might like this. Somebody might not like that. Yep. But that's what that's what wrestling has always been. Like, there's going to always be something there that's different for everybody to like. No, of course, and that's what makes wrestling so good. Where and nowadays, with so many companies out there and so many streaming services and everything so accessible, you you have literally whatever your taste is, you have out there. There's no excuse anymore. What's your guys' favorite tag team? I don't think I got this out of you last time, Banks. So for both of you guys, who are your favorite tag teams? My favorite tag team is the Dudley Boys. Oh. It was uh, when I was a kid, man, when they would hit that 3D. <laughs> yep. Yvonne would go grab the tables and, you know, like they was they was going through everybody, man. They was hitting the 3D on on the guys, on the girls, girls on yep. old yep. women. Like, I, <laughs> I loved it, man. And then the matches that they had with Edge and Christian and the Hardys. And, of course. You know, WrestleMania, the TLC matches at SummerSlam, like all of that stuff, man, like. I just always thought the Dudley boys were the shit and all of their accomplishments and accolades just proved that like they're one of the greatest tag teams ever. And, and like I felt I always said that the Dudley boys were just as big as the road warriors. Uh, they're just as big. And, and in my opinion, <laughs> I think that they're better than the road warriors, but that's just my opinion. And I really don't think that there's going to ever be another tag team to, you know, come around and be just as big as the Dudley boys. That is, that is true. That, 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 and they're always, except for, uh, Bubba's run in TNA, but they've always been literally a solid tag team their whole career. And I consider them as a tag team. Not like, I don't even consider Edge and Christian as a tag team anymore. I consider them as their own. Like, you know what I mean? So you still consider the Dudleys as the Dudleys. So that's, that's something on their behalf as well. And, and, and one more thing. Sure. I am happy that they got a chance to compete in WWE again after being away for so long and right. being introduced to uh, a, a new generation of fans and then those fans being able to look up all of the things that made the Dudley boys cool and all of the crazy stuff that they used to do back in the day. So I'm I'm really happy about that. And it's, it's sad that we could never get the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian and the Hardys again. Oh, I know, so know, close. Of, you know, age and injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's cool that, you know, you have a generation now that can go back and look at, oh, man, like, these guys were crazy. They were doing a lot of crazy stuff back in the day. So that's mm-hmm. that's one thing that I do appreciate about the Dudleys. No, of course. Um, no, they are a class act. What about you, Griff? Before I comment on who my favorite tag team was, yeah. I'm going to touch on one other thing. Sure. The Dudley boys were in a position when they were in the WWF during the Attitude Era, they were in a position uh, not unlike what Mankind slash Cactus Jack was in with Triple H mm. and later on with Randy Orton. They were in a position to make somebody. Yes. Because if you think about how Mankind was used with Triple H, you know, before he had that feud with, you know, Mankind, he wasn't looked upon as like this main event guy. And he wasn't looked upon as being a tough guy. Mm. And then, that helped him get to that level of being believable as a tough guy 
and a tough main event guy, legit main event guy. The same way that the Dudley boys being in the ring with Matt and Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. and Edge and Christian, that yeah. helped to get them to a higher level than they were. That's yeah, they had the TIT match, you know, the Ontario Invitational Tournament That's ladder right. match with each other. But them being in there with those brutal guys, the Dudleys, who had been going through everybody, destroying everybody, like Banks just said, putting everybody through tables, and then they're hanging with them. They're taking the best shots that the Dudleys have, yep. and then, you know, they're coming out smelling like roses after. All right, now my, my favorite tag team was the Road Warriors. Oh. Now, Banks probably doesn't know this. Okay. He probably knows them as the Legion of Doom in the WWF, <laughs> but they were the Legion of Doom or part of the Legion of Doom faction years prior to that. I think it was uh, Georgia, Georgia Championship Wrestling, something like that. Right. Um, Jake Roberts wearing the uh, ninja pants, the karate pants. What? Karate Kong, uh, television champion. King Kong Bundy was a part of the faction. Oh, shit. Paul Ellering. Think uh, Mr. Wrestling, not not Mr. Wrestling, uh, Matt Superstar was a part of the faction who went on to be uh, Demolition Axe. Yeah. And, of course, the Road Warriors. But those guys, once they departed, they still were considered the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. After yeah. all those guys departed, and they were still with Paul Ellering. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look at what they've done. Look at their body of work. Everywhere they went, and those major federations that they were competing in, the AWA, the NWA, the WWF, they held championship gold everywhere they went. Six-man tag titles with Dusty Rhodes. Everywhere they went. Now, either one of those guys could be in the main event match against the likes of Ric Flair. And it, and you true. would think that Ric Flair's title is in jeopardy. You know, no question. Yeah. It's so true. You're, you're Well, you know what? Those are two very good teams. Now I feel embarrassed to say what my favorite tag team of all time is because again, I don't know why it just they hold a place in my heart. They didn't have really a long run, but it was... I guess a significant run. And this was back in the 80s of the WWF. So my favorite tag team is, I guess, what they call the knockoff of the Road Warriors. You you, you talked about one, one half of them. Oh, the powers of pain. No, Demolition. Oh, okay. Cause I, I mean, because a lot of people consider powers of pain to be a knockoff of the Road Warriors. Because it was like after the Road Warriors had left WWF and went to WCW. Didn't they go to WCW? Or? No, 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 no. The Powers of Pain were brought into the NWA by Paul Jones to to combat the Road Warriors. But the, but the thing is, both of those teams were so big that how can one team get over on the other one and look believable? Because they were both around the same size. You had the Barbarian and the Warlord. Yeah. And you had Animal and Hawk. That dynamic doesn't work. If you have Animal and Hawk against Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton, then, yeah, it's believable. These guys are going to beat these guys down. And these guys can sell for them. It's true. Yeah, Animal and Hawk against Warlord and Barbarian, mm, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a slugfest. It's not going to be as crisp as the Midnight's versus the World Warriors. Definitely not. And, and just to put out there, I love the Barbarian. He's a uh, he's a really cool guy. And every time he sees me, he calls me David Henry. Okay. He thinks that I'm Mark Henry's son. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah I, yeah, I have lost a lot of weight, so... I mean, he still might call me David Henry, but yeah, the first time I ever met Barbarian, oh, shit. Yeah. he, he, he had, uh, you know, when I first started my wrestling career, I was David D. Money Nichols. Okay. And uh, Barbarian, he asked me what was my name, and I was just like, I was like, oh, it's D. Money, David D. Money Nichols. And he's yeah. just like, oh, for, well, from now on, you're David Henry, you're, you're Mark Henry's son. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> I'll rock with it. Hey, if the barbarian says so, you go with it. Exactly. 
<laughs> oh, that's a, okay. So you guys, like I said, are known as the Golden Pinky Society. When did this all form? When did this all came to be? How did you guys came to be? Like, what happened here? What's your so-called origin story? Well, it all started uh, when I landed here on Earth. Um, <laughs> well, why are you sighing? Here you go. I landed here on Earth and Love the um, intro. here in Norfolk, Virginia, and <laughs> Griff and Griff. Hold on, hold on, and Griff. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, I'm trying to tell the origin story. Hold on, let me put it. Nah, all right, go ahead. Hurry up. Oh, fuck. Her in the comments. Nah. Get off of me, man. Why are you holding me? Jesus Christ. So, look, I landed here on Earth in a a space pod. Okay. And I landed in a cornfield, and Griff's parents found me in the cornfield. Okay. And. They, they brought me home, and then that's where I met Griff. Because see, Griff is a lot older than me, too. All right. And, you know, they gave me my name. They gave me my Earth name. But, you know, as I got older, Griff took me back to the space pod that I landed here on. And I found out that my real name was Benjamin. Oh, shit. So, uh, you know, we've been the Golden Pinky Society since we were kids. And, um... Oh, that's one of my powers is that my pinky turns gold and uh and i gave griff he ended up getting shot and he needed blood so i gave him some of my blood and when i did that his pinky was able to turn gold and then that's how we became the golden pinky society oh so sort of like a vampire thing you could turn people in into the into the golden pinky society so to speak no, no, it's not vampire. It's because he needed he needed a blood transfusion, and I gave him some of my blood. And because now he had like alien blood in him, I guess he was able to become you know get a golden pinky as well. Okay, so I have one important question. Yeah, do you age like us humans? No, I don't, because the planet that I come from, which is Planet Pinky. Like, I wish you could see Griff's face right now because it's like he looks he looks angry. I don't know why. I'm telling the origin story of how we became the Golden Pink Society, oh, shit. and I don't understand why he's looking mad right now. Oh, I know. I'm loving this. Yeah, I mean, like I, I already have you know a script, you know, for um, the Golden Pinky Society. Like pretty much how it's going to be. It's going to um, it's a universe for the Golden Pinky Society. It's called the, the GPU, the okay. Golden Pinky Universe. And gotcha. pretty much uh, each each movie is going to have different uh, wrestlers in it. <clears throat> and there's going to be post-credit scenes that you know tie us all together. And then there's going to be a movie that brings all of us together to fight you know, a wrestler, a wrestler that's stronger than all of us from outer space. All right. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think that it'll sail, man. And when Marvel hears about you trying to rip them off, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about Marvel. Like, I'm not rip, trying to rip Marvel off. This is oh. a real life. Like, this is my, this is my exactly. story. Exactly. It's a biography. It's not a story. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I don't understand. It's like Griff always gets like this, and it's like I, I I feel like he gets like this because he doesn't like me revealing that I'm an alien. I think that's what and, it is. Yeah, and, and I guess it's because he gets a lot more attention on him when 
you know, the truth does come out. But I feel like, you know, we had a, a very successful year this year. And I feel like, you know, I can go ahead and just be real and tell the world the truth about Benjamin Banks and where I came from. Amen. All power to you. But actually, I got something funny, though. I just thought of something. I don't know why this popped in my head, but being me, I guess, is why it popped in my head. But being back when uh, maybe it was one of the first few times I ever watched porn on TV. So it was on a VHS tape. <laughs> no, porn, pornography. You know, pornography? You, you, have you guys heard of this thing called know, pornography? I didn't know that the conversation was about to go from the origin of the Golden Figure Society to porn. You right? said you said you were aliens, so okay. anal probing comes into play. <laughs> All aliens are different, but yeah, go ahead and continue yeah, the story. Okay. You're going to see where I'm going with this, don't worry. And then this is why, obviously, if you don't know where I'm going, you didn't rip this off. But I remember watching a porn back in the late 80s. Bushes everywhere. I'm saying top and bottom. doesn't matter. And there was this one storyline that I remember watching that the main, uh, I guess, guy in the porn was fucking all these chicks. And he had a golden dick. And he called it the golden dick. And every time that he would come on a chick, she would turn to gold a la, I guess, I guess Medusa staring into her gaze, right? So he had the golden dick. And that is... Thank you. There you go. You got it. So I was just, you're probably too young. You probably never watched this porn, but that's what popped into my mind. And I was thinking, did this guy rip off this porn? Instead of having a golden dick, he made a golden pinky. Now, now, good, sir. I'm just going to tell you that I don't know what porn is. And, and, I'm, and I've never heard of it. I've heard of the name porn. And, um, you know, Griff has told me about it before. But I am a good Christian faithful person and i do not watch porn because it's because it's the devil like bobby <laughs> boucher's mom would say oh shit porn, the devil. oh my god what they don't have porn on uh, the planet pinky no no we don't have porn up there yeah, oh. like because we're um we don't we don't participate in stuff like that if, if we're gonna do it we're gonna do it but at the same time it's like i found out that the planet that I was from, I, I was told that a meteor crashed into it. Oh, my God. But, but then I found out that there was a, a space tyrant named uh, Chiller. And Chiller, he Chiller. destroyed my planet because he was in fear of the pinkies. Oh. And, um, you know, later, you know, through my training growing up and everything here on Earth, uh, I had to go to another planet. It was called uh, Planet Planet Francis, and on Planet Francis, that's where I fought. I fought Chiller, oh, and no. you know, one of my best friends had got killed when we were there, and it unlocked the new transformation in me. And then that's when I transformed into a super golden pinky, oh, and it's God. like. Both of my pinkies turn gold because you know you, you only have one golden pinky. But sure. when I went super golden pinky, I had two golden pinkies, and I ended up killing Chiller. So I thought until he came here to Earth. Now the, the men in black are real, okay? <laughs> and uh, the reason why you probably never heard of this stuff is because 
they probably flashed you with the the neuralizer. Was it the neuralizer or the de- neuralizer? Yeah, the neuralizer. I wish I'd get flashed. <laughs> It erases everybody's <laughs> memories, and you know, even though I'm sitting here telling y'all this right now, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure that uh, everybody that's gonna be listening to this episode, they're gonna get neuralized. And my origin story, it's it's not even gonna be heard, and you're probably only gonna hear the origin oh. story that Griff is about to tell you. Oh, what? There's an actual other. I, I was gonna just leave it at that. That's you can't top that origin story, honestly. Like, wh- what else? Wh- what else is there to? Because if he keeps talking, he's going to talk about how there are more Benjamin Banks than just him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So thank you oh, for telling me that. God. So I got on Facebook. Uh, <coughs> I want to say this was a couple of months ago. Sure. And I found every single Benjamin Banks that was on Facebook. And I messaged them okay. to, tell them about, to tell them about a great threat that was trying to destroy each universe. Now, all of these Benjamin Banks, they were Benjamin Banks from different universes. Right. And I messaged them, and none of them responded. And I found out that the great threat was Benjamin Banks Prime. And pretty much Benjamin Banks Prime was trying to kill all of us so that way he could become stronger and be the one. But like like I said, none of the other Benjamin Banks ever responded back. So I'm assuming that they're all dead, and <laughs> it's only me and Benjamin Banks Prime that's left, and oh, he hasn't man. tried to take me out yet. I'm assuming that he can't find me because you know I keep lowering my power level, so that way he can't pick it up. But I mean, if if a fight does happen, uh, it'll happen, and I hope that I can save this universe, or everybody's gonna die. Okay, I have to be honest with you here. <clears throat> um. I don't know if you guys know, but in my great country of Canada, where I'm calling from, from the city of Toronto, weed is legalized now up here as, as recreation. So you could smoke it as if you're having a beer. And I don't know if it's the weed that I smoked before I came on, or if it's just you telling your story, but I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore, man. I have no idea, man. You just, no idea. I mean, do you want to tell him the, the the actual origin of the Golden Pinky Society? I don't think what I can tell him is <laughs> the outlandish, colorful story that you've already told. I mean, but but that's a good origin story because you got to think how many wrestling tag teams have an origin story like that. You know what I'm saying? Like most most origin stories for the, for tag teams, just like hey, we just linked up and the rest was history. Did you tell him the origin story of the uh, the money shuffle? Have you ever told that story? Yeah, I told yeah, it on, on the, the last, last episode. That yeah, on. yeah. Okay, the last time we talked, you were at, hovering around four hundred pounds, and yeah. you started on this trip of going down to trying to lose at least a hundred pounds. Have you reached your goal? Have you been successful? Are you still going strong? Yeah, yeah. I've reached my goal. Um, when I had lost the one the hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I want to say, four pounds away from my goal of 350 pounds. Nice. And, so yeah, so I lost 100 pounds first, and then I, and then I reached, I actually reached below my goal. I uh, was at 348. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm continuously going down, and I'm slimming down. I feel great. I feel a lot better. 
uh, like Griff was saying earlier, you know, moving faster in the ring but still being strong. I'm like a I'm like an army tank with a Ferrari engine. Nice. So yeah, so you know, I'm just gonna keep on going from here and creating a better me. That's it. And as long as you're happy, that's all that matters, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so <clears throat> I have a little challenge for you, Mr. Banks. We both own Gato 5 Awards. Are you aware of this? Yes. We both won the Guest of the Year Awards. Me for non-wrestling guest and you as wrestling guest. Now, my challenge is we have to unify this championship and make it one. Uh-oh. <laughs> challenge wow. laid. Challenge laid. I'm cool for the challenge. I mean, we can fu- we can do the fusion dance and fuse together. What? Okay. What's I? You guys talked about it earlier. What is? Because I I know the the money shuffle that you do. What is the fusion dance then? Well, pretty much the fusion dance is when uh, me and Griff we haven't done it yet because he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> okay. But but pretty much it's. When two people do a dance to combine together and become one one person. Oh wow! And it it pretty much increases all of their abilities and attributes. And the reason why we haven't done it yet is because we haven't faced a threat that's that strong yet. Right. But if it does happen, and it might happen in um, the movie the golden pinky in the golden pinky universe and you know that alien that comes from space we might have to do the fusion dance in order to fight him and then become one person but i don't know what our our fusion name would be if uh when we fuse together hmm that's something you guys got to come up with then it's got to be one of those i guess like when I don't know, when famous people get together and they merge their names together. So you guys got to find something that's pretty cool yeah, and unique like, that way. Like, uh, like Brad, uh, Brad, was it Brad? Brangelina? Yeah, there you go. And then you had, what was Jennifer Lopez and, um, oh yeah, I just said it, Brangelina. <laughs> no, that wasn't Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, was, oh no, that was, Angel- Bra- was Angel- Then what was, Jen- what was Jennifer Lopez and Brad Pitt? No, Je- not Brad Pitt. What ben the Affleck. fuck? Ben Affleck, there we go. That was uh, Benifer, right? I don't fucking know anymore. I don't know. I don't think that was... No. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I don't think it was Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, they were engaged. Yeah, they were engaged at one point, yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't it Benifer or was it... I think I so. I don't know. Had to be. Yeah. Nothing else would make sense. Okay, so yeah, so how... But how do we challenge each other doing a fusion dance if that makes us one? see yeah i mean yeah, we wouldn't be able to challenge each other <laughs> we just morph into one and make it one championship and that's it and then i cease to exist because you're an alien and take over my life form thanks man i uh, I, I see your overall well, see, plan well see there's two different types of fusion you have the fusion dance and that only lasts for 30 minutes oh then wow you have, 30 minutes then you have the fusion with the patara earrings now if we both put those earrings on and we fuse together, then we'll be fused together forever. Oh, wow. But but I just found out that that had been retconned, that unless you're a god, then <laughs> you'll only be fused together for an hour. So, 
because we're not gods and I'm an alien and you're a human, we would only be fused together for an hour. So, I mean, we could fuse together, win, win the championship, and then we can go our separate ways. But I would be taking the championship with me, though. Uh, well, I don't... Oh. See, but that's not a fair challenge then. Okay, we'll come up with something. Don't worry. We'll come up with something. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, Banks, I know you're a gamer. Griff, what about you? Do, are you a gamer too or no? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay, so this is going to be easy. So last time we talked, Banks, you wanted to get a PS4. Have you accomplished in that mission of getting one yet? Or are you still playing Xbox? I did get a PS4. I nice. got the, um, the Spider-Man PS4. And I, I know the last time we talked, we talked about Fallout 76. Yep. And I did not get that game. Okay. I refused to get it. And I think that it sucks. <laughs> okay, good. Because I, I actually want to talk about Fallout. But not 76. Because last time we talked as well, I didn't have the chance to play Fallout 4. But since, I have played Fallout 4. So if, if, right. if you want to go back and forth with something. So I, I remember you saying the last time that... It was almost as good as the other ones, but there was no consequence, and the whole building the the towns and defending them was just nonsense. And you know what? I totally agree. Like to me, yep. it's it felt like. Do you know what it honestly felt like? It felt like a a really broken down long DLC for Follow Three or for New Vegas. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. It's like, I'm actually playing New Vegas again right now because. You know, it's like so many people are trying to get me to play 76, and I'm just right. like, I refuse to play that game because, it, remember when we were talking about it originally, I told you that I wasn't really looking forward to it because I hadn't seen much gameplay nope. videos for it, and it's like, I just had a bad feeling about it, and <laughs> you were right. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy that I didn't get the game, because I've heard so much bad stuff about this game, and I don't know if you've seen or not, but... um. At the video game awards, mm. uh, Obsidian, the original creators of Fallout, right? They're coming out. They're coming out with a new game. I can't remember what the game oh, is called. Yes, I did see a bit of that. You're right. And, but pretty much, it's it's pretty much the sequel to New Vegas, oh. but it's not Fallout. Now. Right. It's yeah, it's a successor to the Fallout series. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this game, and it's coming out next year. So I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, there you go. What, what about you, Griff? You you into Fallout? Uh, no, I never played Fallout, but I have, I have, in fact, heard about all the the uh, negative uh, feedback that Fallout seventy six has gotten. And I mean, I it just if you if you type it in on the Google box, yeah, everybody's talking about how bad it is. And I it's know. not a complete game. It's yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it myself, but when I saw that, that just that made me just say, forget it. So, what games are you into? What's your shit? If if you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, right now I'm playing uh, Red Dead Redemption, the oh. first one. I'm, I'm playing that right. Now. Okay, okay. Really into that. So, anything like a Red Dead Redemption or a Grand Theft Auto, yeah, I can play that. Play that. Uh, I, I I went back and was playing uh, GTA Vice City. Mm. Mm-hmm. About a month and a half ago, so I, I still got a little bit left on that to finish. But I'm enjoying Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Uh, I hadn't played it. Okay. I had it, but I just didn't didn't take the time to play it. And I got Red Dead Redemption too, but yeah. I absolutely refuse to open it or play it until I'm done with Red Dead Redemption. Right. Uh, if it's anything like Red Dead, if Red Dead Redemption two lives up 
half as good as uh, Red Dead Redemption, it's it's, it's got to be it's a it's a winner in my opinion. Because uh, with Red Dead Redemption, it's taking me back to when I used to play Grand Theft Auto Three when I was uh, when that came out when I first got that. Right. And that's a game. Um, you you lose yourself in the game playing the game constantly doing a mission over and over again you look at the time and then it's like oh man look, look what time it is I need to go to sleep I know right or you know it's like you know when you're trying to get a save state or trying to find find a place to save the you know save your game and you have to you're all the way across town mm-hmm. or you have to do all of this stuff and you're half asleep and you can't you can't find where you need to be at to do that um another game I was playing well it's kind of dead now um uh, I was uh, into Mario Maker a lot. Uh, okay. Banks would say that I made all these hard levels and nobody could be. <laughs> I was making levels that was too difficult. Or hey, if you're a gamer, you're a gamer. You know right. what I mean? You don't want no rookies around. <laughs> right. Okay, what about handheld? Like, Well, not handheld, because handheld's pretty much dead because of the Switch now and the Vita going under. But I guess... Like iOS and Android games, you guys into that shit or two or just console? Uh, I'm more. I mean, I've played Android games, but it's like I'll play them for a little bit and then I'll delete it off my phone because it takes up space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like there hasn't been an Android game that, or a, you know, a cell phone game that's come out that's made me go like, man, I really need the play on my phone because it's like if i want to play a video game i want to play it on my on my console God, or yeah, i want to yeah. actually pull my 3ds out or my psp and and play that yeah it's like of course when I'm, my phone i'm using my phone you know for social media and youtube you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't want to play games on my phone like that yeah i'm the same way but one game that actually got me hooked a couple of summers ago when it first came out um and I don't know if you're into this because I know you're into the anime shit, but uh, well, not shit as in it's garbage. I mean shit as in whatever. You, you know what I mean? But okay. But Pokemon Go. Did you ever get into that? All right, I did play Pokemon Go. I okay. got it when it first came out. See, yeah, same here. But I stopped. I stopped playing it because um, it seemed like the only Pokemon that I was catching were Pidgeys and Radishes. Okay, and. One of the cool things, um, like I'm a I'm a truck driver, mm. so it's like it worked out in my favor being out on the road and driving to so many places. That's right. Because it's like there was always going to be Pokemon coming yep. up. Yeah. But it was like when the only Pokemon that I kept on seeing were Raditas and Pidgeys, I was just like, yeah, I'm done playing this game. It's like it makes no sense that I'm driving all over this area. And I'm only seeing these two Pokemon. And then you remember how, because uh, I haven't played it since uh, 2016. Yeah, same here. Don't worry. You, you remember, um, it's like if, if there was like a, a Pokemon in the area, yeah. like it, it, they would show at the bottom of the screen, like what Pokemon are in this area. That's and right. I remember I would see like Blastoise and Charizards mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, why can't I ever see those Pokemon? Like why? Like I, I no, you know what? I do remember a Blastoise did appear on my screen, but then it disappeared like that, and I'm just like, that was the worst. Well, I didn't even have a chance to click on it. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, the reason I bring this up. Okay, so you're familiar with it? Perfect. So there's still people who play it avidly and they're still into it and everything. But yeah. 
I've never met a man or heard of a man quite like this person. So there's this 70 year old man in Taiwan who still plays Pokemon Go, but yeah. he's taking it to an extreme level. He, okay, so obviously you guys know what a selfie stick is, right? So you see them out, everyone knows what they are, right? Yeah. This man managed to make an 11 phone holder selfie phones stick, I guess, hooked up 11 phones to it, and that's how he plays Pokemon Go with 11 uh, fucking phones uh, while walking around the country of Taiwan. No, that's taking it to a fucking other level. Sorry? A 70-year-old man. 70-year-old. That's what... I, I don't know, man. I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but... Because it's like when you see the Pokemon on the screen, it's like you got to click on them in order to, you know, capture them and what. He's, he's got a selfie stick, so he must be had. I've never, in the palm of his hands. I've never used a selfie oh. stick before, so it's like I'm, I'm assuming that like there's a button on the stick that touches the screen or How something. That guy in Rob photo cell phone. Does he? Does he got seven different lines? Like, are they are, are they true. eleven iPhone X's or? No, nah, he said eleven. Eleven. He said eleven phones. Right? Eleven. Yeah. So, what are they? Eleven iPhone X's. I have no idea. I just said eleven. Well, well, it could be Android. I don't think this man would go out and spend that much money on the phone. But then again, you never know. If he's seventy, maybe he's retired. He's an ex-executive from a Taiwanese company or something. You never know, right? Maybe in their country they give out uh, cell phones, like people give out gift cards for Christmas. Oh, maybe there's there's an idea, but yeah, just like how you said, how how would you click and capture them all? Because even sometimes when you click on them, they still disappear if you don't do it quick enough, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they still disappear. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it's eleven of them. So they uh, with eleven of them, they pass through all the phones, so he doesn't miss any of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's like I say that when Pokemon Go first came out, I thought the concept of it was cool. Right. Yeah. It's like. It's like I hated the fact that there weren't any Pokemon battles unless you went to a gym. Yeah, that was stupid. And it's like I wish that there was like a better way to level up your Pokemon other than capturing the same Pokemon over and over and selling them for candy. Like I, I thought that was dumb. I mean, it's like you know, certain games are for certain people, and like there's people that do like that type of stuff. But I'm. I'll play the old Pokemon games on the handhelds yeah. before I play Pokemon Go again. I mean, I know Pokemon Go is popular. It got popular again because of uh, the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, where um, you know you could capture Pokemon out on the road and whatnot, and then transfer them to your Switch. So, oh, that's man. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so what about video game? movie adaptations like for example this week as we're recording this they released a sort of a poster tease whatever you want to call it of a new sonic movie coming out okay and yeah i know it does look horrible we'll we'll touch on all these but these are the ones that came to my mind and they also announced that they're doing a resident evil reboot and they're also doing a super mario cartoon movie that's the best bet do a cartoon that live action just was horrible it sucked yeah well obviously just look at the actors that were cast as the characters the, like they look nothing like anyone in the series yeah and it's like you had John Leguizamo playing Luigi <laughs> and he's Hispanic <laughs> then they had Daisy instead of Princess Peach or Princess Toast or whatever right it's like they're supposed to be Italian and 
No, it was dumb. Not to get off too too off subject, but touching back on the guy with all the uh, the cell phones, yeah, yeah. probably watched Batman: uh, The Dark Knight um, a little too many times and, and used his phones like the uh, like they used to monitor everybody. Do you? Th- oh, maybe. Now, do you? Now, do you think because he has eleven cell phones, do you think that he goes on um, eleven porn sites and watches porn on each of those phones at the same time? Why would you? So he can so he can choose. He can choose what he wants to watch. Only if he has eleven women jerking him off while he's watching those eleven screens. And like, do you also think that it's like with all the phones? Do you think that it's like one giant computer monitor? So instead, oh. so instead of him just watching one scene on each phone, like it's just one giant phone computer monitor that he's watching porn on. I thought you didn't know anything about porn <laughs> from, a, uh, from a distant planet. I don't. And you landed on our planet. So I don't. I thought you didn't know anything about porn. I don't, but I looked it up. If you're intrigued by this man. I looked it up after I looked it up after Steve was saying that, uh, talking about the uh, the golden, the, the golden, what was it? The golden, golden dick. The golden ding <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, back to these movies. Okay, so I'm looking forward. Okay, I'm not looking forward to Sonic. I agree with you, Griff. The, just that poster alone looked horrible. I don't know what it was. It just looked too creepy for me. It did not look like a Sonic character whatsoever. It looked like think of a, a Sanic. A Sanic. Um, a little bit of a, the Werehog. Um, for what, what Sonic game? Was Sonic Unleashed. Yeah. Eh. yeah. That I, game was horrible. I don't know. Sonic's got horrible games in his uh, library. You know, it's true. They don't really, like, I don't know what the big thing about Sonic is, because even go like, when it first came out, I didn't like it. Now that it's out, I still don't like it, and I don't know why it keeps coming back. Like, I don't understand this obsession with the whole Sonic games. Like, it makes no sense to me. I've, like, I've always enjoyed Sonic over Mario. Like, You're crazy. Up, um, I, even though I had a Nintendo first, and I had Super Mario Brothers, it was just something about getting that Sega Genesis, that black console with that black controller, and then getting Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, I will say that the first Sonic the Hedgehog game, I wasn't really a fan of. But Sonic the Hedgehog 2, when they introduced Tails, like, that was the shit, man. And it's like Sonic uh, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, and Knuckles. Like, those were good games. And then it's like, after that, you know, all of the games just kind of started sucking until... Sonic Adventure came out, and then Sonic Adventure 2 was okay, but it wasn't as good as Sonic Adventure. And then after that, all of the games were just horrible. Sonic Heroes, Sonic Unleashed, Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, I'll say that they finally got good again when Sonic Generations came out, but that was a, a, a long way down the line. And then, But for real, though, right now, you got Sonic Mania out, and like Sonic Mania is like the best Sonic game to come out in a very long time. Like, I love playing Sonic Mania. Okay, I know you are from a different planet now, because just for you to say you like Sonic over Mario, I, I don't know, man. You are you are on a different planet. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so, uh, Sonic, I mean, you gotta, I'm just gonna say one thing. Sure, go for Sega, it. Sega does what Nintendo don't. And oh, you always remember that. God. Yeah, Sega went out of, as a uh, console creator, and they only make hardware now. Hey, they still making money though, so it don't even matter. Well, I think the Mario movie is going to be good because I don't know if you guys heard or whatever TV show or whatever it's going to be. Because apparently, 
the creator, uh, the Japanese guy, what's his name? Yamamoto or Yamoto or whatever, whoever created Mario is going to be part of the writing team. Yeah. Who's going to write the story for the upcoming series slash movie. That's a good thing, man. Like I feel like, uh, the creators of, you know, properties are, you know, more hands on with their creations. They now should be. After, yes. You know, some of these flops that you had, like, uh, like Dragon Ball Evolution, like that movie was horrible. And, you finally had Dragon Ball Battle of Gods come out and Akira Toriyama, he was very hands-on with that movie because after what happened with Evolution, he didn't want the series to to end like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's crazy because Dragon Ball Evolution was supposed to have a sequel, but you know the same thing can be said about uh, Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. the Street Fighter movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first Mortal Kombat movie was good, but the second yeah. one was horrible. Oh, my God. How about this one? This one I hated the most out of all of them, Assassin's Creed. That one was just pure garbage. I've still never seen the Assassin's Creed movie. Don't. But I've heard I've heard that there's some people that like it and I heard that there's some people that don't like it. Oh, um, I don't know. I like I mean, you know, I know you were saying talking about the Resident Evil movies earlier. Yeah, let's get to that. Um, I felt like I I enjoyed Resident Evil one and two. Yes. And then the third the third one uh, that one, it was okay, but I wasn't really a fan of it. Four was okay, five was okay, and then the sixth one, I thought it was really good because it, it finally ended the series, and <laughs> it felt like they tried to do it justice, but yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of Resident Evil being all action and, Thank you. you know, gunning down and stuff yes. like that, like... I'm happy when uh, Resident Evil 7 came out because it returned to the horror. Like, like Resident Evil 7 was the first time that I played a Resident Evil game since I was a kid where, you know, I was getting scared playing the game. Like, I hadn't been that scared playing a Resident Evil game since uh, since Code Veronica. Oh, wow. It's like all of the games after that. I mean, even though, like, 4 is a really good game, yeah. like, 4... Four wasn't a scary game. No, Resident Evil Five. Resident Evil Five wasn't scary. Resident Evil Six definitely wasn't scary. Like Resident Evil Six was pretty much like Resident Evil Call of Duty. Yeah, I was just gonna say exactly. It's so it's like I'm happy that when Seven came out that you know they made it a first person shooter and that the horror that was going on in the game, like you know the jump scares Mm. that happened. Like one of the cool things about that game was that when you thought that an enemy was going to be somewhere, like if you played it on your first playthrough. Yeah. When you played it on the second playthrough, that enemy wasn't in the same spot. So, like, when it just popped up out of nowhere, that's that's awesome. I, I literally was screaming. <laughs> I remember when, when the Resident Evil 7 demo came out, I was actually on the phone with Griff, and I was playing it, and I walked into the room, and the monster just popped up, and I screamed while I was on the phone with him. So, I mean, like, that right there sold me on the game. Well, most definitely. Fuck. No kidding, right? But, okay, the thing that I'm looking forward to with this Resident Evil reboot, because I don't know about you, but I didn't like the whole Atlas project thing that they threw in there that had nothing to do with the original games. And yeah, I want I them to have the characters like Jill, Leon, Chris, and an actual badass Wesker, not some, like, even though he's supposed to look like a model, but still, he doesn't need to act like a, like a runway model. But I want him to yeah. be more close to the actual game itself than to try and make it, like you said, action. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, 
it felt like the first movie the first movie was you know they tried to make it close to the game yeah and then the second movie it had a lot more action in it but it still had you know the horror feel to it but then it's like the third one and up that's it it's like they weren't they weren't scary no like they were just action films no the second one, the second one, they were trying to do a little comedy too. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, that was the one with Mike Epps. I mean, you That's know, it's right. a, it's a, you know, you can say the same thing about The Walking Dead, man. I mean, like The Walking Dead to me has never been a scary television series. No, not but at all. But it's like I always enjoyed the survivors, you know, trying to survive and fight the zombies and everything. And it's like now it's just it's straight up action. It's like you barely see zombies out there. Like I actually stopped watching The Walking Dead uh the last season. I stopped watching I stopped watching the last season because I was just like I was bored with it. Oh what it's took like, you what took you so long, man? I stopped about three seasons ago. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's the same thing like with Supernatural, man. It's like you get invested into these shows and you want to keep on watching because you want to see like is something going to finally happen? Is that's like, are they yeah. finally going to find you know something that's going to you know make them happy, make them settle down? And when you see that it keeps on going on, like don't get me wrong, like I love Supernatural, but it's like when is it going to end? Like they're about to go to season fifteen. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's too much, man. One of the rules of thumb on watching stuff like that. It's like you said, you want to hold out hope that something great is going to happen and you're scared to miss anything. You're scared to not watch it because the time that you watch it, it's just going to be the time that something great happens and then you missed it and you missed out. It used to be the same case with me every time I would miss wrestling. That would be the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'd always miss something big happening if I missed it. It, It's that same feeling. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And they know that, so that's how they keep you hooked, right? Yeah, but see, and like, I want to say like, that's one of the problems too, in today's age, because it's like now, it's like, you know, growing up, if we miss something, it was just like, dang, it's like, we got to wait till next week to get a recap on yep. on what we missed. <laughs> yep. Whereas now, if you miss something, you can go right on YouTube, yeah. Hulu, and, and see it, see, oh, okay, so this is what I missed, and you know, the shock, the shock value and the shock factor isn't really there like it used to be growing up. It's like, you had to be tuned in. I mean, that's for anything on TV nowadays. If you miss something, you can go right on YouTube. In other words, I must see anymore. Yeah, it's, or you you can DVR stuff and then you can fast forward through stuff. It's, It's like, it's like TV, I mean, it's still fun to watch TV shows and everything, but it's like I will say that if you if you wanna see something that's must see or something, you do wanna watch it when it's happening because in today's age with social media and everything, if you miss something, you can be spoiled easily. Like I like Griff tells me all the time that I spoil stuff for him. And I like, I don't yeah. be meaning to spoil it, but sometimes it you know happens. it just comes out. It's true. Well, that's the society we live in now. Just like you said, it's not. Mu- it, I think it's it's not must watch. It's I'll watch later. That's what it's come down to now. Yeah, pretty much because it's like it's like I go to the gym every day, so it's like sometimes I'll skip on watching TV shows and I'll just DVR it and I'll watch it later on. There you go. All right, guys, this is the part now where you have some fun and get to play the dumb laws game with myself, where I give you 
three dumb laws, and you guys got to pick out which one is the real dumb law. You guys up for this? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so, oh, and for the listeners, I've changed it up for I changed it up a bit because for some odd reason, um, no offense to you guys, but Americans have the most dumb laws in the world to the point where I've been doing this now for maybe I don't know, roughly twenty episodes or so. This segment. And I've already started to run out of dumb Canadian laws and dumb world laws. So now I'm just changing it to dumb laws in the States, all three categories. That's it. That's all. Make it nice and easy. So yeah. who, who wants to go first? Uh, Griff can go first. Yeah, I'll go first. That's fine. All right. So one of, and they're, they're state laws. So one of these three state laws is an actual real law. In North Dakota, it is illegal to stick your tongue out in public. In Hawaii, it is illegal for an adult to feed another adult? Or is it? In Alaska, it is illegal to manufacture imitation cocaine. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'll go with the, um, in Hawaii, it's illegal for one adult to feed another adult. No, in Hawaii, you could actually do that. It is. In Alaska, it is illegal to manufacture imitation cocaine. So go right ahead and manufacture real cocaine because that's that's fine and dandy. It's the imitation that they care about. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name, dumb laws. <laughs> All right, Banks, you got the tag. Let's see if you could do your partner some justice here. Okay, let's go. All right. In New Jersey... It is illegal to wear a bulletproof vest while committing a murder. In Vermont, it is illegal for a citizen to plant trees. In New Hampshire, it is illegal to masturbate at one's workplace. I'm going to go with uh, Vermont with planting trees. Nah, man, you could go out and plant trees all you want in Vermont. It is. In New Jersey, it is illegal to wear a bulletproof vest while committing a murder. Well, I mean, how would they even know that the person is wearing a bulletproof vest? If there, there ain't no victim that can tell you. Yeah. Uh, I don't I know, man. I, I, I could have sworn I had heard something about something about uh, it was illegal to plant trees somewhere. I thought it was Vermont. Maybe it's in another state. Who knows? But it's not Vermont. Probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't. Sometimes I like wonder really what goes on in the states, my friends. I'm I'm so sorry to say, but. It's so true. How does it make sense that it's not that they're condoning to commit murder, but of all things, the cop gets there to the scene, sees a murder, is like, oh, hold on. Were you wearing a bulletproof vest when you committed this crime? Like, you know what I mean? It's so fucked up. I think I was wearing a bulletproof yeah. vest at the time of the murder. And, and why would the, and why would he still be there? <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I know in Florida, uh, a woman married a tree, so, I mean. Oh, shit. Don't even yeah. get me started on that. Those type of people, man. Fuck. Okay. How about as as a combined tag team? Let's see if you guys can get at least the last one right. Okay. All right. In Louisiana, it is illegal to walk into a bar and not order a drink. In Mississippi, it is illegal to fly a kite in the rain. Or is it? In Virginia, it is illegal to slap a woman in the buttocks. from Virginia. Okay. Maybe that's why I added this in. And you saying is it a is it illegal to slap a woman in the buttocks? Yep. 
is it illegal to? I mean, yeah, I think no, no, that's the crime. That's the crime. Is is it right? Yeah, I mean, you guys tell me which one is it. Not Virginia. It's not Virginia. <laughs> okay, you said in uh, Louisiana, if you go into a bar and you don't order a drink, that's illegal. Yep. And then, uh, then you said Mississippi was, you can't fly a kite in the rain. You got it. It's, it's the Mississippi one. We're going to Mississippi. Well, my friends, you guys don't, don't even know your own laws for your own state. It is illegal to slap a woman in the ass in the state of Virginia. Are you serious? <laughs> It's illegal to slap a woman's ass in Virginia. Hey, man, that's what the internet says. That's what it told me. <sighs> what you can't believe every day. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to look that up, man. Please oh, do. Please do and confirm with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to look it up right now, man. You say it's illegal. You know what? Here's a here's a here's a way y'all can come up with a challenge for the champions. Y'all each come up with five questions for the other, and whoever gets the most will get the unification of winning the unification and have the title. Hey, that sounds good to me. What do you want the theme to be? You want it to be wrestling themed? Yeah, sure. How about that? Yeah, wrestling theme. Yeah. All right. So how about that, Banks? Next time, you or you and Griff are on. We'll have that challenge. We'll come up with five questions to ask each other, and then we'll see who who is the actual real fan of wrestling. I'm cool with that. Perfect. Sounds good. All right, guys. On that note, you guys, you guys got anything to plug individually, together? Doesn't matter. The floor is all yours. Okay. Um, you can find us on Twitter, and you can find us on Instagram. On Twitter, you can find us at Golden Pinky S and you can also follow me at Benji underscore Banks on Twitter. And then on Instagram, we are at the Golden Pinky Society. And you can also follow me at King Benji underscore Banks. And you can always look me up on Facebook as Benjamin Banks. Um, I think that's all our social media pages. Well, we have another one. Yeah, that's all our social media pages. Um, next Wednesday, we're going to be at the Funny Bone. We're going to be at the Funny Bone. And we're getting a rematch against the Sloth Tag Team Champions after we were screwed over last year. They paid. They paid the. Judges. They paid the so judges. Was it last year was this year. Oh yeah, it was this yeah. year. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, it's early this year. We got screwed over, and you know, just like just like uh, Apollo Creed <laughs> said, he wanted a rematch. We wanted a rematch. I saw the judges walking away, and I saw the C-note falling out of his pocket. Yeah. You know, how much did they pay that judge? That's what I want to know. So, yeah, so we're doing that next next Wednesday, and we're going to win those tag titles. And for wrestling-related uh, shows coming up, we're at Next Evolution Wrestling this Saturday, and that's in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, and we'll be a part of their Lethal Lottery. Is that what it's called? The Lethal Lottery? Yeah, it's the Lethal Lottery. And pretty much that's when um, the fans and the audience, they get to draw wrestlers' names out of... It is a random draw. A random draw, yeah. Uh, 
a host of tag team matches at a random draw. Partners and teams are comprised of, of guys that are picked from a hat or a sack or whatever by the fans themselves. And then two guys get picked out of the hat. They become a team for that night, and they'll face two other guys that got picked out of a hat. And those two, two teams will face each other. The winners will advance to a battle royal at the end of the night. And that's the theme of the night. That's what's going on with that. So it's a possibility that me and Griff might not even be on the same team. And if that's the case, then we might have to go back to what we were talking about earlier about doing the fusion dance so we can become one wrestler. <laughs> but the only problem with doing that is that it only lasts for 30 minutes. So we would still be screwed either way. So, huh. What can you do? I know. I mean, if if we do have to <laughs> face each other, I hope that Griff, you know, does the right thing that a good friend should do and just lay down and let me cover him and move on. No. <laughs> I gave you my blood, so you're still alive. Oh so introduce you to porn. So you have a I don't, I don't know what porn is. <laughs> you do. All right, guys, is is that it? Uh, do we have anything else? Oh, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. There you go. Um, dang, this is crazy, man. It's like we're about to go into 2019. Uh, I know. Another I year. say that we had a very good year this very year. year. Yeah, we didn't travel. A lot of ground. Yeah, we traveled a lot of places this year, and we're hoping that 2019 is is better. Bigger. Bigger, better, better. better. Yeah. Drop pinkies up. That's it. Keep your pinkies up. The Golden Pinky Society, right? Now, can anyone be part of, what would you call it earlier? The Pinky Universe? The the Golden Universe? The GPU? Uh, what is it? The GPU? It's the Pinky Army. The Golden Pinky Army. Yeah, anybody can be a part of the Golden Pinky Army. All we ask is that you hold your pinky up high, and when in doubt, pinkies out. Okay, how about this? N- not to turn uh, a little bit gruesome here, but I have an aunt who cut off her fingers at work a long time ago, and she has no pinky. So how could she be part of the pinky society? Well, even though she doesn't have any pinkies on her hands, she still has pinkies on her toes. And, and, oh. and you, can, you can lift that toe, that pinky up, because <laughs> when I be having on shoes, I be moving my toes around all the time, and I stick my pinky toe up. Let's just hope what happened to... Uh, Lenny and uh, Harlem Nights doesn't happen to her and somebody comes along and shoots her pinky toe off. Oh, shit. We not want that to happen. No, not at all. All right, guys, thanks. So for me, you could find me on Instagram and Twitter as Finger Styles. You could find the podcast on Twitter as the podcast DAP. You could also email the podcast if you have any suggestions, questions, answers, anything you really want to tell me. Email me at the podcast dap at gmail.com. Like I said earlier, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, podbros.com. Go to wehavemerch.com. Buy yourself uh, the podcast mug, women's tea or men's tea. Go to poppyapparel.com. Enter promo code the podcast with a capital D. You'll get 10% off. Free shipping worldwide. And like I said at the top as well, the countdown has begun for the 100th episode of the podcast which will also coincide with the DP Awards, which will air right after the 100th episode, so a week after. So it'll be a busy couple of weeks. And actually on episode 99 is when I'll reveal the 
nominees, categories, whatnot. But I'll tell you right now, it's going to be four categories of four different types of guests that have been on. And then I'll get something like the winner of each category will go into the grand prize category. And then that will be the sole survivor or the big winner of the podcast guest of the year. And you don't really get anything. You just get a big pat on the back for giving me ratings. So thank you for that. And on that note, if you guys have anything else to say, we're all good? Yeah, we're good with everything. Perfect. So he's Griff. He's Banks. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.